Hi, I'm Faith Lancor, and today I'll be elaborating on the poet of all poets, aka Edmund Spencer. Through talking about his life growing up and the effect that it had on his style of poetry, I hope to give you a better understanding on poetry as a whole. So, let's get started on his backstory. Edmund Spencer is said to be the poet of all poets in today's age, and his work in literature has had a great deal of effect on poetry in the last few generations. Spencer was born in 1552 or 1553, his age being unclear because there are no documents available that give his exact age. He was the child of a London tailor, yet his family had more relations to Lancashire. He attended a merchant tailor school and was seen as a poor scholar. His education there included a wide variety of studies, Latin, Greek, Hebrew, music, drama, and the English language. In 1569, Spencer went to Cambridge, where he attended Pembroke College as a scissor, a student who earns his tuition by acting as a servant to wealthier students. He spent seven years at the university, gaining his Bachelor of Arts degree in 1572 and his Master of Arts degree in 1576. After finishing his studies at Pembroke, Spencer moved to Leicester, where it is believed he stayed with relatives. While staying there, Spencer picked up on the Northern dialect, which later would prove a large significance in the diction of his work, The Shepherd's Calendar. Spencer also spent time in the service under the powerful Earl of Leicester, who was the head of the Puritan faction of the government. In the service, he was said to have worked as an envoy for Leicester and traveled to various places, including Ireland, France, Spain, and Italy. He learned a lot about the culture, which would help him better understand the world around him. Around the time of Easter in 1579, Spencer moved back to London, where he was in daily contact with Gabriel Harvey and Edward Kirk, both very impactful people in his life. They would get involved in many different literary discussions, one consisting of Harvey's project of introducing Latin and Greek non-rhyming ideas into English verse. By this time, Spencer would have already written a numerous amount of poems, but didn't publish any of them. But after receiving a lot of advice from his friends, he finally debuted with The Shepherd's Calendar. Spencer had been writing other works many years before his literary debut. One of those being the poem he is most known for, The Fairy Queen, which was dedicated to Queen Elizabeth I. Spencer's goal was to write the great English epic that would combine elements of chivalry, mannerisms, and the national epic. His style would shine through his work on The Fairy Queen, showing how he would create an old-fashioned atmosphere with the use of archaic word choice that showed ideals of old renaissance. Edmund Spencer used a very unusual rhyme scheme that would be known as the Spencerian stanza and fit the slow, cumulative pace of his works. Spencer would go on his life writing and publishing many great and interesting poems, but would later die of illness in 1599.
read one of Spencer's poems entitled Fire and Ice. My love is like to ice and I to fire. How comes it then that this her cold so great is not dissolved through my so hot desire, but harder grows the more I her entreat? Or how come it that my exceeding heat is not allayed by her heart frozen cold, but that I burn much more in boiling sweat and feel my flames augmented manifold? What more miraculous thing may be told? That fire which all things melt should harden ice, and ice which is congealed with senseless cold should kindled fire by a wonderful device? Such is the power of love and gentle mind that it can alter all the course of kind. Edmund Spencer wrote Fire and Ice as a poem that establishes how love can sometimes be unattainable even if you have everything to offer. In the poem, a man is in love with a woman that does not love him back, even though he's pursuing her. Even though she doesn't love the man back, that doesn't stop the man's feelings from increasing. The entirety of the poem is the man falling for this woman, but she never quite has the same feelings back. There is a lot of imagery within this poem. A reference from Fire and Ice would be, my love is like to ice and I to fire. In this line, Spencer is saying that his love contrasts with ice. At the same time, he implies that he is the same as fire. Just from this line alone, a reader can understand that the two lovers are fundamentally different people. That has not stopped them from coming together though. The comparison of the speaker being fire and his love interest being ice conveys all through the sonnet. And Spencer expounds on the possibility that Despite the fact they might wreck one another, her ice just makes his fire more grounded, which uncovers his befuddled yet grateful frame of mind toward affection. In conclusion, Edmund Spencer has had a very astonishing career, with his work still being analyzed and read to this day. The connection he makes with his own love life and backstory make his work very relatable. And I hope you can take away a better understanding on poetry as a whole.